Welcome everyone to Crypto Chat with Chapo. This is a podcast dedicated to all things crypto and NFTs. If you're looking for some insightful conversations with experts in the new developments in the crypto world and some general information on cryptocurrency, this is the podcast for you. I discuss all things crypto related through the lens of NFTs, crypto, and its leaders in the space. If you're interested in learning, we have you covered. It's unbiased information, a little more laid back than the typical crypto podcast. Join me and come chat with us anytime for insightful, irreverent, and all-around fun about the latest and greatest in crypto. What's good, everybody? Today is, oh my gosh, it's Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. This is episode number 180 with Crypto Chat with Chapo. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful, freezing Midwestern day. I don't know where you're at, but the weather here is cold and I am not a fan of the cold weather. Let us take a look at the cryptocurrency charts today. It looks like Bitcoin is trading at 23,139, which is down just a tad bit in the 24 hour time frame. Ethereum at 15,90, just a smidge up. BNB up 1%, trading at $312. Cardano up 3% at 39. Doge up 7% at 9. Since it looks like we have pretty decent balance between red and green although it does appear that most of the tokens in the top 100 anywhere anyway are flashing red but just barely i still think that's you know there's so much up in the air at this point ahead of the fed meeting tomorrow and how that is going to shake out is the question that everyone in the crypto markets are wondering. And of course, the Perma Bear here still says scam pump rally. And I think that we are going to see further downside. Now, will that be in the immediate short term or will it be a little bit longer? I don't know. There's a fair amount of people that think we're just going to continue up at least until the 30, 30K mark before we see any kind of major rejection. It really will depend if this continues on the hawk, hawkishness or dovishness of Jerome Powell's speech tomorrow. I start, I am starting to see, at least on crypto Twitter, a little bit of cooling of the mooning talk or the, the bull run talk, if you will. And I, I made the observation yesterday on Twitter that it is an interesting market psychology when we start to see these green candles. It is really easy for people to pile on board and say, we are going back into the bull run or this is a rally. It's, I mean, you see the sentiment change rather rapidly, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. However, the bears, and I, I kind of, I would, I guess I'm going to put myself in that, in that camp would be, you know, nobody really wants to listen to the bears. And so convincing others of a bear market is a bit of a challenge. 
Now, I think that that finally in crypto Twitter, they got to the point where, yes, we're in a bear and we're not coming out right away. Quite a while as we started to peel off back from the January highs and you have, you know, projects, you know, imploding, whether it was Genesis, whether it was FTX, etc. then people started to get bearish. But then you also had people starting to say that, you know, this is temporary, we've hit the lows, and now we're going to bounce up. And I think a lot of people say we have hit the low and, you know, the bottom is in. That's the thing. The bottom is in. The bottom is in. I don't know. I really don't know, but that doesn't mean we're going to, we're not going to bounce back up. So I'm still, I don't want to say I'm on the fence, slightly on the fence and I'm on the bear side, just thinking, I'm not ready to deploy here. Now we could see huge volatility tomorrow. So just be aware if you're in and out of the markets, I wouldn't, I would advise against that at least for a couple of days. Because this meeting tomorrow is huge. If the Fed has decided that they want to end this rally, they are going to tighten the screws. And it is going to be a red day with a lot of blood, with a lot of token dips. So I am not interested in buying right now whatsoever. And I am just sitting and watching and We'll see how it goes. So if I look at the ones that I really, the tokens I really like, you know, near protocols down to $2.34, which is still off its, you know, lows of $1.20, but it, it was up to, you know, it's down almost 30 cents. You look at Avalanche it is at $19.95, down 2% today. Solana at $24.14, which is down 1%. Polygon still over a dollar looking good, but it's trading at a dollar eleven. And if we move on down towards the bottom of the top one hundred, I'm going to go ahead and go to you know Canto is at thirty nine cents, which I've done did an episode on Canto Loopring at thirty three cents. Been keeping my eyes on Oasis Protocol as well. And that is trading at five cents, which is down one percent. And of course, magic, which has just been slaying the world for a while here, it's trading at a dollar thirty-three, which is down almost two percent. So we'll see how it all shakes out. Today, I wanted to talk about a project that I came across, and just know that I am not buying into this project at this time. This is just research. It's an interesting protocol and it has really done some work today, which means I am staying away from it today. I am looking for a pullback here. So let's talk about what the token is. Let's talk. The project is called Black Rabbit AI. So their thesis here is anyone that uses chat GPT, MidJourney or other AI tools it, you know it's kind of difficult to come up with that perfect prompt to get the results that you want. So, you know, there's a lot of tweaking the prompt, tweaking the prompt, tweaking it and tweaking it until you get the result that you want. And sometimes that can take a long time. 
So with that in mind, Black Rabbit wants to create a protocol that sort of assists that workflow to optimize your inputs to get the results you want in a fraction of the time. So the Black, Rag Black Rabbit protocol is going to uh, have a platform that aggregates various AI tools into one user-friendly platform. So their guided optimized prompts drastically reduce the time and effort needed to get an effective result. So stop you, this is according to them, stop using ChatBGT GPT to help you craft the perfect mid-journey prompt, sending, spending too much time on the wrong things, use Black Rabbit and we'll get you the right format and key inputs for the prompts right from the start. So I do think there's value in this. When I'm using these AI tools, I have a couple different helpers that sort of assist me. You know, I have a, a cheat sheet of prompts that I can use to kind of hone my final result into. Now, not everybody has access to those. Not everybody can find those. And that's where Black Rabbit comes in. So the way they're going to do it is they're building a step-by-step -step prompt process, which is going to encourage the users to select from a predetermined list of optimal inputs and structure, depending on the AI tool. The result would be simple at the end, but powerful. And they are claiming that content creators can reduce their time to production by upwards of 80%. I don't know where they get that from while improving the rev re relevance and quantity of that content. So, so they have a little screen of their sort of beta program, write amazing content with one click. You can write an article or blog and they're going to give you the prompt and you're going to just fill in exactly what you want to write. So because the tools from their own production and various other business there you want to expand the platform adding functionality that they think users will and other teams will love all right so let's talk about the tokenomics so there's going to be a to a total supply of 10 million the token is brain b-r-a-i-n so it's a super low quantity five million of that brain will be used for initial liquidity paired with ETH, and that liquidity is going to be locked for 30 days. Then 3,500 of the brain reserved for platform development, and those tokens will get locked for 90 days. So that over 30% of the supply is for platform development. And then that 5 million is used for initial liquidity. So 500,000 brain reserved for marketing. Tokens are not locked. 500,000 brain reserved for advisors. So you have a million locked up there. And then another 500,000 reserved for partnerships. And the tokens will not get locked. So that is the tokenomics there. Give me a little pause when you consider that 5 million locked up for liquidity. 3,500,000 locked up for platform development. Another 1.5 million locked up for marketing advisors and partnerships. So there's 
there's not a ton of tokens uh, left over for users. So that to me is a little weird. Um, not saying anything bad about it. It just seems like a huge portion of it is locked up. So now what I don't like is are the taxes. So right now, if I'm understanding it correct, it is a 1% buy tax and an 8% sell tax. I do not like tokens with the buy and sell tax. That's just my own personal preference. I, I do understand early on why protocols do it, but I'm not a big fan. So here's the plan in tax income distribution. So 45% of that is for the development, 40% for marketing and brain buybacks, and 15% for advisors. So let's take a look at their roadmap. So initial concept, brand, logo, and theme, website, medium, telegram, and Twitter between December of 22 and January 23, which is over today. Then the build phase, the first official mock-ups, the initial design, marketing, closed alpha version test, product optimizations, closed beta test, and Arbitrum expansion. Love Arbitrum, so you know how I feel about that. The other phase that I skipped over here is the launch phase. It was a fair launch real solid holder base, and then the marketing reduction in selfies, which they already implemented, and blacklist bots, and then release phase in quarter two, release freemium, marketing, Twitter, YouTube podcast, etc., and then the release. So the vision for Black Rabbit is they want to create this sort of all in one platform that people can access in order to create these great, this great content with the aid of AI. And so I think that this has some potential. Now, if we look at the price action, this is why I'm staying out of it. So initially it launched, it looks like on the 25th and boy, it would have been good to get in there at the price at 0.006. And it had a dip. We dropped down to a penny on the 28th. And it is actually just mooned since then. So now it's trading at seven cents. It was up to eight cents. To me, I don't like the entry price on this. I'm going to wait. And if I miss it, I miss it. But one, because of the buy tax and sell tax, I'm not too keen on hopping in at an eight cent price. And if it comes down, I might be looking for an entry there. You can check that out on Debt Screener if you're interested. Overall, I'm interested which direction it goes. I don't know. Eight cents for me is not the entry I want. If I miss it, I miss it. I am pretty excited that they are going to launch on Arbitrum. So I will be following the project pretty closely. And we will find out how that pans out. So, as always, be in the present moment, be in the here and now, do something nice for somebody, explore something new, new to learn, learn a new skill, get outside, take in the fresh air. And as always, until tomorrow, this has been Chapo. Have an amazing day. 
The podcast is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information contained in or provided from or through this podcast is not intended to be and does not constitute financial advice, investment advice, trading advice, or any other device. You understand that you're using any and all of the information on this podcast or through this podcast at your own risk.